0: Yeah, I would say a five average. That seems about right to me in terms of the average of the chat. I think I'm a little bit lower. I have a – not a wrestle with this one. No pun intended. Um, This isn't one where I'm coming out of of it and being like, uh, oh, what a terrible episode. Bad taste in my mouth. Mm. This is is close to a failing grade. Um, But also not one that I'm like super – we came in here and we were like, this is probably our floor of an episode. Like – People who watch this are are hardcore AEW fans and hardcore AEW dudes fans and are here every week and we appreciate you and love you. Um, so I sort of have a tough time of grappling. It didn't it didn't feel like a five off the fingers, but it certainly doesn't feel like you know the three. This was a failing. So I think four and a half is probably where I lean right now. A little lower in the chat.
1: Yeah, and I'm even lower than you. I'd I'd be an even four here. I think. Uh, some highs, but I got some real lows on the show. It needs to be said. Just some absolute bottom-of-the-barrel nonsense. Like, do, do the returns never diminish in AEW? I, I don't, like, this, the horse is dead. The horse has come back to life, died again, and you're still beaten. We, we've gone all the way, the resurrection of Christ has happened. The horse has been brought back <laughs> to life, and you are holding the bat, saying, oh, I never stopped. My arms aren't even tired. I mean, it's, some of this stuff is killing me. Uh, but yeah, four for me.
0: Sludge Williams saying if it was like this every week, I would not be making time to catch it every week. Uh, VZ That's for me, right. this is some highs versus some lows, so it adds up to a five. Yeah, I think I think just my mental, like my five sort of standardly across the shows here has sort of been like I was, was, was like, oh, I was a good show. I came out about way from this. So I was like, even though I know there was things we're gonna talk about that count as um, memorable, I guess for lack of a better word, or like stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they weren't so high that I was like absolutely flying high and like man some of the some of the names in the main event of this it's like you got Matt and Jeff Hardy Jake Hager uh, Dustin Rhodes you command Johnny TV no like BCC. like pretty wild uh, that that gets away with being a main event I know it's a I know it's a MJF storyline but um, you know I think everyone's mileage on the Roddy thing is probably about at empty. Um, but on the flip side, right? You're getting Kenny Omega singles matches. You got um, Pentagon Junior single match off the top, which you don't get a ton of. You get Jay White singles. So you got so you have these little things that are like the 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 good of the company. But I I also understand and this is a point you've been making the last little bit. Is like I don't I'm not out here like surprised AEW can put on good singles matches when they want to. Like they, I know that already. And I think we're looking for something. A little more substantial, and I don't know that substance is the word to describe uh, any part of this show, really.
1: Yeah, I don't want to feel this growing apathy that I feel. Like, i got to stop texting show... you
0: bad thoughts. That I I've been making a bad habit nope. the last week where I was just like, I don't mean to text you downer stuff, but it's stuff that's like too negative for me to be tweeting because we do a show when we talk about a w. <laughs>
1: Is just this thing where I, I feel I don't want to become a soundboard, but my hooks into this company are not here with any regularity. Like Eddie Kingston is just a man in the wind since he had won two titles at Grand Slam, and Samoa Joe. We had two weeks of video promos, teased this thing with MJF, gone, and th- these aren't th- these are big hooks for me to the show. Uh, but then again, there were things on the show that I did really like, so we'll get to it. Tonight's episode of Dynamite kicks off with the coolest looking wrestler in human history, Pentagon Jr., resplendent in white and black. And besides when he's in his Joker gear, I always think what he's wearing is the coolest thing he's ever worn. So I'm not a good judge for this. I think the guy just always looks insanely good. And he's out here to take on Jay White. And I got to say, when I tweeted out this uh, poster, as I do from our, our Wrestling underscore Brain Twitter account, Although I'm on there less and less these days. I got to tell you. And, uh, but for, for I am now, I'm still on there. And wrestling underscore brain. Maybe I should go keep it or kick it on blue sky. That's off fair. Jay White and Pentagon <laughs> leapt off this poster to me as just like, I'm like, oh man, I really want to see this. And this was not something that felt all that plausible uh, until quite recently, really, in the, the timeline of things. So I was pretty pumped for this match going in. Uh, Jay White is escorted to the ring by bullet club gold i think great to see them they are him being so self-serious and them being off the wall is just really good for a faction it feels very unique in some ways i can't think of a ton of factions that operate with that sort of dynamic because it makes them feel like a serious group even though they're if jay white was acting like a goofball bccg doesn't work at all to me and-, right? and there's there's something he does to make it feel like a legitimate group which is really good were you like me pretty hyped for this match going in
0: yeah absolutely i mean this is a it's a it's a fire pro match right it's a it's a it's a it's like a it's a video game match yeah. where you're just like you you have access to every wrestler in the world and you're like man who would i like to, who would go one-on-one uh if we're looking to randomly kill 20 minutes and that's these are one of the combinations you'd go to and be like oh this looks cool this is a thing i hadn't thought about and i, I think i take all your point like it's there's not that long ago there weren't many timelines that point to you as this being a match that can be on uh the show the the you know the the belt stealing thing is still stupid, pretty stupid to me. It's sort of not a you could do better with the people that are involved, but yeah. In terms of sort of seeing the seeing the poster and seeing this lead off and knowing it was going to get the time it deserved, and 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 you have two guys that just you know pe- everything Pentagon does is so cool looking, and he's such a he's such a unique way about him and a captivating like presence. You sort of can't take your eyes off him and, and then. Jay is so good at the shortcut heel, the like taking away what the crowd wants and and changing the paces and controlling things and having that. I didn't want to say methodical because that's almost like a buzzword that the announcing team uses, but sort of that like knowing how to shift the gears of a match and really make it big and blatant. I thought they I thought they did work as a really nice pairing there. So, um, you know, we talk a lot about the opener. We talk a lot about the beginning of the show and the first music and the first match and the tone that it sets. Uh, and this this one had me optimistic as the as sort of out the gate of the kind of show we might get, especially knowing you're getting Kenny singles later, later on. So, um, yeah, that's a long way to say I sure, I sure was pretty hyped about this off the bat.
1: Yeah, that's really nice. I like that. And I think that Jay White does embody methodical wrestling. I think it is totally understandable to overuse that word or if that's what commentary leans on with it. He really does embody being methodical, I think. And something really jumped out at me about this match is it's hard to have rules about wrestling. It really is because I've come on here before and been like, man, AEW leans really heavily on these chop exchanges. They Mm -hmm. do 90s, all Japan, no sell back and forth. But then in Penta and Jay White tonight, I thought they did it masterfully halfway through Penta rips off his shirt. And, and Jay, Jay's selling of these chops is different than other people. Jay is like very cerebral in his selling. It's like, oh hang on should i be doing this like he's on one foot but then sometimes his temper gets the better of him and he doesn't like fully launch he does the weaker one where he's on one foot just sort of going back quickly and penta realizes it so he doesn't sell that one as much these two found a dynamic that i did find really good and by the time jay was like in full-on ego mode and unloaded a massive chop on shirtless penta i was like that's great like that that's a level above what we usually see here so i did want to point out that while you know, we can all get Pavlovian about things in wrestling. You see a plancha or a suicide dive commercial. These things. Uh, I thought this one was a cut above and worth pointing out for that.
0: Yeah, I think that's a. I think that's a well articulated point of something that I noticed and didn't quite know why I noticed it. I did think the chop exchange stood out and in a sea of. You know the you'll have a you'll have a undercard match on on rampage that will have uh chop exchange in the middle of it it's sort of like a it's the new rest hold um uh, sort of thing I, I do agree that um you know maybe you don't even know why maybe my maybe i don't even know why those that was was so pleasing and i think you did a good job of explaining as, as jay white does a great job of sort of adding that extra layer of um of thought to, to come on
1: yeah, and I think those are the things that make a wrestler feel a cut above or elite or whatever he described himself tonight. Um, I also did think that, uh, speaking of planches, I didn't even mean to do this, but I thought that Penta came down really heavy on the planche in a way that looked great, too. Sometimes, again, I, I talk about, I'm not the biggest fan of lucha wrestling. Like, I don't watch CMLL shows and find them especially enjoyable, be them new or old. But there are these things that the good stuff's really good. And I think a laid-in plancha looks fantastic. And Penta gave you one in this match, too. And then a Commentary called it, like, an inverted DDT, which it absolutely was not. But I, I don't know what it was. Penta hit, like, a fireman's carry into, like, a spiral that's driver. So cool. down- yeah, that's so cool. What the My god. Being that cool and being like, oh, yeah, I have something else in the moveset, actually. It reminds me of when Naito busts out the Stardust press. It's like... You've got Gloria, you've got the destino, you've got the um well, a bunch of uh, the Frankensteiner from the top rope. Like you're a guy who's got moves. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, I also have this." Like, "Oh, you dirty dog, you go deep." <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a little deep bag of tricks. nibblet 5 agrees. The shop secrets uh, was awesome. Dennis Dirty Work says Penton Jay had great chemistry. I agree. Danny DeRosha agreeing with you. He belt stealing one of the worst stories every single time uh hi it's brl yeah this is largely my feelings too this show was as close to being as wheel spinny make sure nothing happens as they get usually yeah this was a very i think i said to you before we
0: started the show like just not a lot of motion a long way out of wherever we're going whatever we're building towards it's a long way away <laughs> uh, but a fun opening match
1: here i thought as jay white does pick up the promo or the the win but then does go directly into a promo and you know i like this stuff zoos and they start doing the one two same participant we're bleeding together this is good stuff to me and it's well done i thought jay's promo here was stronger than certainly two weeks ago and about on the level of last week's where i think it's good but i really get the sense he's improvising and it feels like he's like doing big promo 101 and it's good but when i think of the greats when i think of don morocco or, or cm punk or mick foley these guys are making it real really if you really real and i don't think jay white for me at least and maybe it's just him with mjf quite feels like i don't know i i want them to get there because i think this feud i was calling for it for a long time and i do like it but when i think of like you point out the belt stealing angle and then the the match still being so far away i'm like oh boy i wonder how this is gonna be
0: yeah, it's 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 very theater like it's very I don't know Jay so, Jy I don't know that he has the gear that you're looking for in terms of promo I, I, he's very talented so there's a very good chance he does have it um it certainly isn't in the early bag of tricks on you know in ring in-person mic in hand uh style of doing things I think I think the best we've yeah, seen man, of you're him right. the best we've seen of him has been right backstage with the goofs all interjecting and talking over each other and he's sort of like you said the serious one a bunch of around a bunch of like the sort of the he's sort of the the Danny Zuko of the of the Greasers in, in Greece right and all the, all the other guys are just with sort of these <laughs> these little nerds that are running around yeah. and getting their getting their 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 barks in but you know he's actually the the I like that the guy in the middle um it's not it's not the easiest skill to master right it's 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 a it's a there's very few people that are that are reliably great at it and uh, he's not there yet right now.
1: Bob saying, Jay is doing the disingenuous heel so well that it doesn't come across as genuine, but I like the stuff he's doing personally. Yeah, I don't want to come across as I don't like what he's doing. I prefer what he's doing to what MJF is doing. I guess maybe I just imagined them colliding in a more punk MJF way, or even a Samoa Joe MJF way, and it feels a little less personal and a little less gravitized than those to me. But I still think it's good. Um, Yeah, and I want to make sure that's clear. Yeah. Where is MJF? Says J. White. J. A. White is here. Somehow J. A. White sort of works as like an MJF analog. I I was like, this shouldn't work. You can't be (laughs) J. A. White. J. A. Zero. Three words. Yeah, but okay. I I suppose he does sort of make it work here. Uh, Your real world champion is here. J. White. He can he can't find anyone to help you win this belt back. and he goes on about his challenge for the four v four that he's offering him in Bullet club gold. You're gonna have this we'll have this eight man. If they make that an elimination match, it could be real into it by the way. But it's Juice Robinson who gets the next bit of spotlight uh, after the spotlight on him last week didn't go so well. I'm gonna win the Battle royale tonight. he screams. and then we're gonna pawn that ring, and I'm gonna get another gold tooth. <laughs> that rocks. <laughs> <laughs> You're reggae shit to me <laughs> i wouldn't mind if he said it, we're gonna melt it down and make it yeah i was wondering but i was I... wondering <laughs> but pawning it maybe is even less respectful so um yeah i thought i thought jay he, he comes like, right after what jay is doing is one thing but it's it's tough for me to not be like normally i'd like jay so much more than juice but i do find myself more appealed to juice robinson doing way more stupid and electric things in these moments
0: but <laughs> It's a funny um, look at like two guys, almost mo- essentially doing the same thing, right? Where there, it it seems like Juice is also improvising mm-hmm. on the spot, but like if you improvise on the spot and showed it versus if you improvise on the spot and try to sound <laughs> like you're super intelligent, the two different like it's just like it just it's so much more entertaining if you're just confidently making it up versus like uh, trying to come off as like, Ill- like a higher level. It's just Juice is great. You ha- fucking have to love it.
1: Yeah, guys like Superstar Billy Graham or Roddy Piper. People think of as these great promos. A lot of what they say is just like it's all in how they're saying it. They're just going on and on. I mean, I know a thing or two about that. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing <laughs> on that? I don't say a word on this show. Volume.
0: We get just, I have just volume. volume.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you question what I say, but never how loud I said it. And uh, I, I really I thought that Juice is interesting here. I like the Stray Bullock nickname. I'm with uh, uh, Irish Mac 21. And yeah, I, I'm just not. I felt like at this point it was clear Juice was gonna win, and it just sort of made me. He, it's like he's the only guy getting built besides Max Caster, sort of, for this diamond ring. So it's just like I don't know. We're building to a battle royale tonight that I'm pretty sure Juice Robinson is gonna win. Yeah, <laughs>
0: if he can get through Dustin Rhodes, he got a pretty he got a pretty good shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. Hey, come on, you you, you had uh, Daddy Magic
1: in there. Daddy Magic could have yeah. won.
0: Yeah, two point oh and. Uh... You,
1: there was a I, you said dissension Commander, in the it? ranks I, I, question
0: mark question mark sorry
1: well say it ain't so I will not go uh, Juice and Piper is a killer comparison thanks Bob Burritos you know I love when people agree with me one of the best and things you can do on the channel move here. on now you want to get you want to get your comment read just say what one of us said and say good, good point yeah we'll, we'll say it every
0: time Yeah, I agree <laughs> I agree with me <laughs> good good Give me the old Barry Horowitz. Yeah, you know, it's a good comment. What can you say? The smart chat.
1: I could have run out there like every dumb good guy in wrestling history, Renee, but I'm not going to because I'm a scumbag. Opens MJF in Dallas, Texas tonight. Now he's steering a bit more into being an asshole tonight. It, uh, and he's here addressing why he didn't run out to go attack Jay and Juice and the Bang Bang Gang who had been talking crap on him a couple moments ago. I thought this was actually good. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm smarter than the average bear. What what, what pride am I going to have? Who can win a four on one fight? That's not pr- uh, a lack of pride. That's stupidity. No one could do it. Well, I mean, you get the zoobs versus four other. Yeah, that's not. It's still
0: consistent. four. The question is, is it still four on one in that situation?
1: <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, it feels yeah. Like, at at best it might be four, or sorry, one versus two point seven five something to that extent, <laughs> unless we're talking pounds. <laughs> uh, But yeah, um, I thought this was good. Uh, Renee asks, any update on Adam Cole? And before he can answer, well, he sort of answers. Like, well, Adam Cole, uh, and he sort of implies he hasn't been able to get a hold of him. And in Walk the Acclaimed, who again are pitching this idea that you need three partners, we're three guys. Let's get in there and face them. Max once again rejects them. But I'm into this idea, Zeus. I like the Acclaimed in this role. If we need some way to delay till the pay-per-view, I'll be pretty hyped for that 4v4 and that uh, team and i think bowen's getting more shine at the world title level too is interesting i know it was caster who was in the battle royale tonight but you know rubbing our elbows with the world champ is never bad for your q rating
0: you're yeah you're you can, you're paying off a couple things at once here the champions them them being uh, we have talked about before logically the best three you could pick because they are the tri- the trios champions it's hard to find a better three-man unit than the team that is in the k with of the show the best three-man unit on the yeah. show um they're also paying off of course the max and max thing uh that that is sort of history and uh, nods and you can go as deep into it as you want and you can build it out um it's fine yeah it's a good it's a good idea it's a good pairing it's not like stop the show we're gonna do 15 minutes on how great it's not and it's not an eddie kingston promo you know what i mean
1: certainly not and that was get 20 uh but as mjf storms off max goes well fine then i'll enter the battle royale win that ring and put it on your finger. He's gonna put. So, so if I'm Jeff, I
0: like that idea. I got the ring back. Yes. Well, back, but you are also you're losing it. Yeah, it's, you you can't lose. Win-win. In essence, I mean, you are engaged
1: to be married. I guess is the implication.
0: That's not so bad. That's not so bad. Yeah, sure. Could, could do a lot worse. Yeah, than Maxcaster. For sure, Maxcaster seems like a fine husband. Yeah, and solid uh, like, job. Idolizes you, which is always nice to have in a.
1: Is that why you do this show?
0: It is hard to have a relationship with one person loves the other way more, though. It can be challenging. That is definitely... Love bombing. Love bombing. The kids call that nowadays. I think it, oh, the kids got it right with some things.
1: I, I never heard that before. Love bombing, I immediately get... FOMO is one, too, that I really yeah. like.
0: It's a bit of a oh, love... Yeah. bit of a we love are. bomber back in my days sometimes. Couldn't help it.
1: You would... You, now, to, if you're love bombing, you're the one Come on, yeah, come on, a on strong. strong.
0: Come on, come on a strong got it i get a little high right you get a little high and you have the phone you have your phone 24 7 wasn't meant to have that as a 20 20 year old yeah i don't know how many of us were Amy
1: sakura versus hikaru shida for the aw world women's championship is up next here i was pretty excited for this matchup but i will say it fell short of my uh expectations I thought there were some very cool spots in it. The Katana kick, obviously what they were trying to get over in this match that Emmy blocks it, but then her arms all jacked up. And then when she can't get it up anymore, she is able to get executed by it. Maybe it's just after seeing Soji Kanda and WBCW do the execution of the millennium on a left high kick this week that I'm numb to it. But um, yeah, I thought this was good. I don't want to rag on it too hard, but there was some stuff that I was surprised. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Just an eliminator says DJ Stern dad. That's correct. Uh, But there was some stuff that I was surprised at how bad it looked. Um, in ring I thought this would look better at points
0: I think clunky is the word that I was struck with uh, which was surprising because they made a huge point about how much history they have and how much, how well they know yeah. each other and and one train and like it's like ah for, for people that have fought 10 times this is really clunky especially in the back half out of commercial it's a lot of like it, things didn't look as sharp as you expect from two talents this high and things didn't go um, you know didn't get off the ground in the way that you expect I don't know but just sort of Sort of clunked around. Where I think we're big, I thought we're big uh, I Emmy mean, Sakura fans around around here. I think we're we're people that are happy to see her on the show and think she brings something special. I just I don't know. I thought it sort of clunked, fumbled around in the back half in a way that I didn't expect. Um, but I mean, better than a lot of the. You know, it's a, it's still a good uh, idea and concept for this to be what this title is. You have your champion workhorse settling scores and settling grudges and uh, having meaningful matches. Um, so I thought, you know, conceptually it made sense and was a good spot. I just thought like you did a little clunky, a little bit, a little bit clunky. I love Amy Sakura's entrance
1: where she acts like an asshole, just throws her crown around and stops and is, is mean. I like that a lot. Manny Max saying, I thought it was great after the commercial break. Yeah. I did not agree that I thought that like the pin to pin to pin thing they did looked like crap. And then there's like what, two and a half minutes after that. The, the, the very ending sequence was good, but no, I thought, I cannot agree on that one. I didn't think it was the worst thing in the world or anything. No, like, no, if, no, If you would ask, wait, what's a matchup Dynamite should do? I would say, oh, Emmy Sakura and, and Nicaru Shida. And the commentary yeah. is like, these two have faced each other more than 10 times. I'm like, well, this is great. And I was like, well, it doesn't really look like it.
0: Yeah, same feeling. He's going to the jug, folks. Let's get a wide shot so we can see the jug of water. Here we go. Up next here, I know that we've got some Zoob's bait on the show, which is always exciting. I like to
1: see Zoob speak with passion about segments, especially ones that I have no interest in talking about. As the next 40 minutes of the show are Ed Choplin speaking. It's the it's the Rated R rebuttal to Christian Cage. Oh, Kate. God. So he's got a Rated R rebuttal. Jesus. And it's it's him and Renee, And man, whew, come on, man what come on how how long i'm not even joking does anybody have the runtime on this it's like a short film and what's he explaining you're never gonna guess it his complicated relationship with christian and how they (laughs) met when they were young kids and it's like i know that you maybe feel like you have to establish this for an aw audience or else the worst dumbasses on twitter are going to crucify you let me assure you there's no one who contextually Cannot figure out what That you and Christian already know And if they, the they can't They are either reading you read in the worst faith ever Hold you on you got this faith, You, you got the demon that The, like the, 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 zombie. the thing about, about Edge is
0: He wanted the demon So
1: And the reason is the demon has been busted open. The demon's <laughs> trying to stay away from our ringside positions here. The demon doesn't want to be what bothered is, with- The demon the wants to continue to fight-, fight I will, yeah, of course. The, the face
2: of the demon. Meanwhile, as doctors are working with the demon, Edge now is up. Uh, Edge is, looking for, know, doing. Ed is he's looking, looking for more weapons. looking for more weapons. weapons.
0: He's, looking for oh. more weapons. He's, he's looking for oh. more weapons. But, oh. Meanwhile, the demon is risen. The, the demon's, demon's up. demon's back to his feet. The demon is ascending. Get down Get down from there. Oh, no. Back I'm, get up.
2: Oh, no.
1: <laughs> I'm not joking. I could 80 percent hear it.
0: <laughs> I could. I, so my brain was my headphones, it. probably.
1: <laughs> my, my brain was also just playing it. Um. <sighs> so, uh, but I will. I will recount the segment. There, okay. So there's first of all, there's no argument that Ed Choupland is a great public speaker Uh, i can't unsee i think it was murder brian on twitter who just said edge is dave Grohl, the wrestler it's it's (laughs) just so dead on but he's just he's a good actor but it's so up here and like performed and just doesn't feel i don't know it's so i don't know we met in fourth grade and i was you know the only one who could get through to him. but we loved wrestling so we we became best friends that was it college high school from there on out it was me and him and i was always looking out for it. it's like i just can't get the interest i want to like now it's into the six man
0: i don't know whatever
1: it wasn't the worst thing it was just long
0: a lot of southern ontario talking there grand valley ontario shout it out uh parkdale ontario parkdale west end of toronto um That's good. Um,
1: I agree with him that Christian is underrated. I'm glad he said that. Yeah, yeah. He, he thinks Christian's the most underrated wrestler. That's Abyss, But I agree with Christian <laughs> way up there.
0: Um, it's long. It's long. Listen, uh, uh, similar to uh, – here's the thing. Edge is not new to this. I think we all know exactly how we feel about Edge promos like this. Like, this is nothing new. This is nothing shocking. The, the It's a continued – um. Listen, man. Week in, week out, we're on the Edge show now, right? We watch the show with Edge on it, where Edge does promos and Edge does matches. It's the, re- it's the reality of the situation. You're right.
1: I have to accept that, and it's, it's not the... the end of the world.
0: No, but... it's, it's been a part of the shows a lot of the time. You watch wrestling, um, That's true. and it's part of the show now. Uh, so we're struggling to come to terms with it because, like, this is you know, in in the Edge oeuvre and the Edge genre and the things that Edge can say and can talk about this is probably up there right it's probably pretty that's high true. up there. i agree it's probably pretty high Easy up there to find
1: passion for it and so, you know the match is going to be good because christian's in it but well he's not going to fighters he's
0: not going to fight him so mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so i wouldn't well, it wouldn't that's... have been i wouldn't hate it if he was like well uh i asked him the team and he said no so i'm going back the <laughs> whole point of me coming here was the involved. team with christian he said no I'm headed back to the big show. Back to Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> Let's
1: undercook this meat. Let's get raw. Uh, I thought we had like a Larry Sanders is Renee Young host breaks the fourth wall moment when she asks Christian. Or sorry, asks uh Adam Copeland, can you believe this is still happening? All these up and downs with Christian? I was like, I can't, Renee. Are you are you asking? No. I can't believe it. I thought it was too on the nose. I couldn't believe they let her say it. If, I, if, I, if I'm Tony, I'm cutting that one out of the script. Can you <laughs> he, believe this is still happening? No.
0: Shout out to ENC. and Yeah, they mentioned ENC. and Pretty clever. Way to slide it in there. Very pro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, I did say, I am, I'll he did say, say this, fast forward four times it. and then went long. That's a good point. <laughs> yada, yada, yada his way through quite a bit of it.
1: I must say. They can't turn him heel fast enough. I hope he does team with Christian and they are heels, because I I think that would make this all feel less exhausting. If he sure. was just being an asshole with Christian, I think that might have a lot of legs actually. But for this stuff, I think we got to keep it short and sweet.
0: And maybe he can like, luckily, this- maybe he can like pull at his hair and like make tortured faces. That'd be good if he went evil. That'd be good. uh I'm sure. I'm sure Ed Shield run is. you will be thrilled. I'm, I'm- <laughs> I'm only saying it's an improvement. I, I, I would never use the word thrilled. <laughs> uh, well, one question before we move on: uh, What part of this, to you, was rated R? Do you think?
2: Yeah,
0: rated I R. I guess rebuttal. that's a
1: great question. I didn't really think about it. Rated R. Is it rebuttal? just him being the rated R superstar? Must be right. Presence.
0: He alone makes them have to change the the parental advice around the show. Edge Edge opens on it's R. We, nothing we can do it's just we 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 keep it at R and then if nothing happens we say thank goodness right we say we didn't we, we didn't waste the bullet there
1: well normally i wouldn't want to stay here forever but it needs to be said christian is the one who said the f word 100% he's right at R once again it actually was christian the whole thing you know it was once again oh it, it was anyway anyway and i'm getting older too Ryan Nemeth versus Wardlow, and Zuzi. You know I've been pretty hard, hard on Wardlow lately, but I got to say, I think I read this as him being a CM Punk acolyte. Yeah. Has, has he ever pinned a guy with one power bomb before? Has that ever happened?
0: <laughs> he murdered
1: Ryan Nemeth. One
0: going into the EVPS. TKO.
1: Snake. See a yeah. hunk.
0: Critical was really it critical? What do you call that? <laughs>
1: it was a critical. And uh, so, yeah. Wardlow power bombed a guy and he shows Shivani that he's got mjf written on his wrist and we're well actually before i ask you Zoobs, we'll get to our first keep it or kick it evening how's that sound to you sounds good sounds good keep it or kick it towards the segment where i'm going to give a prompt to you these Zoobs, and the brainiacs in the chat and they are going to go to the emotes bar if they are subscribed and they're going to tell me if they want to keep the prompt which means they like it they love it they want some more of it or they want to kick the prompt which is they hate it the spice it, never want to see it again Zoobs, are you ready for the first of three keep it or kick it tonight
0: uh, I
1: am yes, fantastic.
0: Keep it or kick
1: it. This statement. I am interested in Wardlow versus MJF two.
2: The best against the best against
0: all righty. Let's take a look. See here. We begin with Nibletso 5. Kicking. Cadenza kicking. Trillian McGinnis kicking. Korvax 1266 kicking. Ryan PM kicking. Bobby Burritos kicking. And then it's wave of keeps. Four keeps from Maddie Mac. Uh, Dark Lord D.K.L. Pacefall C. Suppa. And then kick from Snookum Boom, blah, blah. Uh, Irish Mac 21, Fat Aaron kick, uh, Danny Rosha keep, Critchy kick, McVander huge kick. Looking like a uh, 70-30-ish. Yeah, to. came on late. I was about to say, am I losing the touch? But then no, luckily uh, no. got rescued by some keeps at the end. 500 people. What say you, Zoobs? Well, you know, when you threw it to me, I was going to say, uh, I don't want to spend more time on the match than, than they did. Uh, sure. I don't have a whole lot to say. Uh, yeah, I guess so. It's, 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 one, it's sort of the only. Thing I mean, you the can, angle about MJF
1: was longer than the match.
0: Yeah, it's sort of the only thing you can do with Wardlow right now, or ever, I guess, in his entire career. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate. It. I, th- I. I don't mind the current thing they're doing, where MJF is a good guy, air quotes, and all of a sudden he has a dozen enemies because everyone else that works there remembers who he is. I think that's a. I think that's a reasonable way to go about it.
1: Yeah, I love all the different opponents they're setting up for him. I give, like, I'm going to keep. Yeah. It's a TV title defense. And, but it's like, you know what? MJF gets his win back. I, um, yeah, keep.
0: Yeah, and you don't have to do, I think, similar. is The point out here in c but I was going to say this. I was going to say it anyway. I want to give credit then. Um, It's like, you, you, you can approach this differently. I think we, last time they did a little too much of, like, character building with Wardlow trying to make him like a sympathetic and this and that just have him straight up like nothing to say I have nothing to say I'm just coming to kill you like I don't We don't need to do a battle of wits on the mic couldn't care less about that I'm here to power yeah. bomb you the moment I see you it's like that that is a different thing to do with MJF especially as a good guy
1: agreed and uh, McVanderhuge saying 11-5 thank you McVanderhuge for the score Hmm. Renee Young, Renee Picat, former co-worker of the Zoobs, putting in work tonight. She was all over this show.
0: Yeah, yeah, taping all day. Just ask me, once you work with the Zoobs, it's... <laughs> work ethic skyrockets, yeah. <laughs> My market value is probably doubled. Yeah, two. who knows? Impossible to say. Triple.
1: <laughs> uh, she's here with Kenny Omega, who uh, says that I'm going to beat up Kyle Fletcher tonight. Then the rest of the Callus family. And then the world title. This is using Kenny Omega at his best promo-wise. Asking almost nothing of him and getting him to lay out his pro, like, his, what he's going to be doing. Because this is exciting to me. I like that. Okay. You want to you want to beat Hobbs because you were teaming with Jericho. You want to get one back on Takeshita. And then you're coming for MJF. I like that. That's what I want you to do. Great, great, great. Then, who walks into frame but the man that he's calling for himself? MJF. Says, I always admired you. I want to come back here and shake your hand. I thought this was electric, these guys on screen, Kenny and MJF. Kenny goes, sure thing. Put her there. They shake hands, and MJF whispers, but still audibly, 13 days, bitch, which is how long it is until MJF will have beaten Kenny Omega's record as longest-reigning AEW world champion. Zoobs, I ask you, interest level in MJF, Kenny, and then contrast it with maybe some of these other names that we've talked about, Samoa Joe, Wardlow uh roderick strong to some degree uh that we've put as potential enemies for mjf where does kenny rank
0: on that for you oh sky high i mean kenny kenny omega it's still one of the foundations the company is built on it's still one of the reasons that the company exists it's still one of the like there's there's still very few things in the world of the industry uh like a kenny omega prime singles match at the top of a card it's it's a it's a special thing and they've managed to preserve it uh all this time throughout all these different years yeah that's 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 the biggest that's the biggest one for sure for me out of the potential opponents it's not particularly close i don't think did the moment here on screen have like the
1: jump off the screen yeah there was some, you?
0: some real electricity some real like wow these are the here we go. And also just like really nice to sort of see the world title picture continue to like, we're back as like, okay, he's not juggling, worrying about the r tag titles and he's not running around doing, you know, comedy things. He's got, he, he, the Cole thing is still in the background, but guys are coming for the world title and the world title matters. And the world title is a focus of multiple guys on the show now, as it should be.
1: Also just got to say, it's not that long ago that I think MJF would have felt, Dwarfed or not at kenny's level sure if when they had this moment like i, I think there's a point in time not that long ago that kenny swallows them or sorry yeah mj or, yeah kenny swallows them like star power wise obviously if they had a promo battle otherwise yeah oh adam cole is bringing roderick strong coffee roderick spits it out he hates hot coffee adam says i'm leaving he's all pissed off after making them sandwiches he makes some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that look like shit and roddy says oh because adam's all pissed off and now he's stormed off roddy says oh you, you know how i'm gonna have to get my best friend back is be nice to mjf there you go all right we move on tony Schiovanni. it's with no pleasure that i introduce don Callis. Out comes Dawn, flaked by Takeshita and a shirtless but wearing gloves, Will Hobbs. That's <laughs> as cool of a squad as you could possibly roll into somewhere. So, was, can you imagine you and I flaked by, by Takeshita with the big leather coat and, and Hobbs shirtless but wearing leather gloves?
0: Pretty sick. Pretty sick. Uh,
1: of course, they have enormous booze. Jericho's never been handled like he was by powerhouse Hobbs. And I, I was racking my brain. I was like, is that true? <laughs> like it might actually be true. Like has Jericho ever been handled? Did that I'm sure early in his career is like a cruiser weight he was squashed or whatever. But then he's been Chris Jericho, that might actually be true. And then Powerhouse Hobbs gives <laughs> we, we can never get it quite right with Powerhouse Hobbs, can we? Uh Powerhouse Hobbs, I think, delivers a really good promo. That hardly makes sense as a motivation to be mad at somebody. (laughs) He says that 19 years ago, when he was a kid.
0: 25 years ago. His mom. That's
1: 97. Oh, right, right. 25 years. Oh, my gosh. Uh, He bought. Correct me if I have this right. His mom bought him front row tickets to meet Chris Jericho. So already I'm not even sure what Sure, sure. Yeah. This is a meet and greet. What are we dealing with here? And he says Jericho ignored him and his mom, told his it's his mom to sit down and him to shut up. And he's held on to this for all this time. And is now kicking his ass. Oh, it doesn't make a lick of I – mean, it's a very – it's a long time to hold on to that. Long time. He hasn't been
0: in the same company for four years also. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't uh, just run into him. Finally. Finally. Like, he could have brought this up. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a good point.
1: But I you don't think need... the promo was well delivered.
0: Have totally, to do... yeah, he yeah.
1: Powerhouse is giving her.
0: But you're Powerhouse Hobbs. You don't even need to have. Yeah. You don't have to have. I did this because I wanted to fucking ruin Chris Jericho's life.
1: Yeah. It, let Let's do this, dudes. If we were teaching promo class backstage at AEW, here's what, here's the advice I would give Powerhouse Hobbs. Walk in there and say, "I kick Jericho's ass because he's a little bitch." <laughs> there you go. This is. <laughs> this, this is what you're doing, yeah. Bob um, Burrito saying, "I interpreted the Hobbs promo as Callis asking him to join, and he's like, yeah, fuck that guy.' Yeah, I think that's you interpreting it like that. I wish Hobbs would have said that.
0: Yeah, we do he's this like, all the time, right? Where where we like something, so we are able to like manufacture a thing that happened off screen, <laughs> like that justifies. It. I do that all the time. So no, uh, no, skin off my back if that's your, if that makes sense to you. Agreed."
1: And the quality of the delivery relative to when this is at least a lane where he can excel again. Like, as the team Taz heavy it works Certainly, yeah. Uh, but is the QTV, I mean, what, junk. It's like, at least he can get back to, and it's interesting to wear gloves while shirtless. I was wondering, like, what's the situation?
0: Just pro wrestling. That's the beauty of it. Look. Yeah. Motorcycle riding in the summer? Yeah, not bad. Dangerous, though. Very dangerous. For sure.
1: Can end up like Frank Amir. All right. Uh, I thought a, a good promo here by both guys. And then Kyle Fletcher comes out, snatches the mic out of Don Callis's hand. And I love that they did this, that they gave Kyle Fletcher a chance before his big moment with Kenny Omega to get out there and let him know your name, kid. You know, this sort of moment. And I'm, I'm sad that Matt's not here tonight for so many reasons. But he was saying at uh, when we were at WrestleDream together, you couldn't believe how big both the Aussie Open guys are. And I think tonight we got to learn that as he's nose to nose with powerhouse and then Callus goes, hey, no, I want him to hear. Fletcher's a big dude. And uh I really there is something with this guy, I think, Hey, Zubes, Did do you see it in him too?
0: Yeah, it's he's, he's he's got a No, I don't. I don't know why I agree with you. I don't really. Oh, that's just, okay. yeah. just seems like it seems like a little bit of a Justy guy to me. I don't know. Uh, I like Ozzy Open as a tag team. I don't I don't I I I have to start to put to myself. It's like I can't see every single guy that walks through the curtain that's cool as a main eventer and I don't know that I he's very good I don't know that like he leaps off the screen to me in the way that any of the other guys in the ring with Don Callis do yeah that's fair I would agree with that I I, I guess I am getting a little worried about this maybe it's maybe this is a fear that doesn't like to to catch to do something other than stand with Callis
1: oh you mean after he
0: pinned Kenny Omega yes how many weeks ago was that
1: Oh, weeks, brother. (laughs) (laughs) What year was that? (laughs) Weeks. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was last summer. (laughs) I think 2023 we're talking about. Uh, No, but it it was genuinely, I think six weeks, two months ago, something in that lane that he he pinned Kenny Omega. And yeah, that should feel bigger and it should have led to momentum. I agree. But if we get like an actual Hobbs Takeshita tag push, and Will Ospreay is their singles guy when he's in town. That's actually totally fine by me.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: And Hobbs need to be unstoppable as a tag team they and having go tag in
0: there. matches on Dynamite. Yeah, well, don't be crazy. <laughs> is it a, theoretically, is it amazing? <laughs> okay. The, yeah. the tag team Dude matches is on is fucking cool. peyote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tag team yeah. matches is the part of that that where, where the dream world appeals to is. me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Come back to us. But I thought Kyle Fletcher did do well here. He he wanted to sort of separate himself from Callus while also increasing his value to Callus, as Callus made clear. Uh, you begged me to do this match, Don, and now I'm just going to prove it to everybody that I belong in the ring with one of the best, Kenny Omega. Good stuff. Yeah. And I thought this was really, really good. You actually touched earlier on a lot of what I wanted to talk about here was uh, Kenny Omega really is one of the most influential wrestlers going. And Will Ospreay, Kyle Fletcher, they almost have like a, uh, an evolutionary chain, uh, man, mid or beast, gorilla, whatever the hell the thing is, uh, beginning, mid- middle and end between the three of them that I, I wouldn't mind seeing that as a trio one day, Kenny, Fletcher, Osprey, because they feel in a similar mold. Now, of course, I don't think Kyle Fletcher is as good as the other two, but I did think he had a very good showing here and obviously came with the mindset of, if I'm ever going to do it, I'm going to do it tonight because he took some shots at the end of this map match. He was here to play.
0: Yeah, I think uh, El Desperado in the past um, spoke about having like a, a, a random tournament match and the New Japan Cup, maybe. This must have been five years ago. And just talking about like that he was a different wrestler after fighting Kenny because he knew that in that moment, in that match, if he was ever going to do it, like you said, if you're ever going to do it, if you're ever going to have it, it has to be you got a one-on-one against Kenny Omega. You might not have a reason to have another one. Um, show that you're at that level, and you know Kenny singles. It's it's what this whole thing is about. Um, so I thought, uh, yeah, I thought that was palpable, and and you know I see why yourself and some other people probably see things in Kyle Fletcher. Um, no doubt. Um, that's just you know I'm 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 in the I'm in the glowy buzz of, of just getting Kenny singles on TV. Period. What a concept! Your biggest stars are on television on the on the television show every week.
1: I mean, Kenny was, but no hangman follow up. No well, I'm the rest of
0: asleep. the No, the elite don't. No, that'd be, be, be ridiculous.
1: Chris, Chris Jericho, uh, b- uh, no BCC on the show, like Eddie Kingston, Samoe Joey. But don't I, worry, there was there was a battle royal with 100 guys you have zero interest in seeing.
0: I'm not going to have the elite on all elite wrestling.
1: <laughs> well, I, 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 Actually, you know what? It was, I feel a little foolish. I'm looking at the calendar now. It was their third ant twice for moves.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. Last week and they're making up. Big, so that that's on me. I do apologize. Um, very fun match though. I, I love when people are rising to the moment, and he is both selling and running into moves, which takes an amount of just bravery to pull off. And this really is the value of Kenny Omega allowing himself to be pinned. Is I thought there was a very real chance, and maybe this was stupid, but because he is moving through the Callis family. But I thought there was a 25% chance that Kyle Fletcher could pick up the win in this match. And that alone, like we always say, can make it more interesting when the, the winner is in flux.
0: Yeah, no no complaints with this. This is, again, we know we know they can do great matches. And they do generally give you a couple great matches a week. So this was no exception.
1: Now, I, I'm not joking here. People are going to say, oh, Josh, you're always so mean to the Young Bucks. You're yeah. a big, mean guy. And, and I'm not. I'm a nice guy. And something that I legitimately did think—I'm not joking here—is I thought Lance Archer was throwing Nick Jackson down the ramp. I, I thought that's who this local jobber was. I thought that was Nick Jackson. That uh, it wasn't. I never got the guy's name. It was—it was a local guy. But for the first, we were going down the ramp. I said, "Wow, they're really letting Lance Archer treat Nick Jackson like shit." Uh, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was just a guy. It wasn't. It wasn't Nick Jackson. It was a different guy in a headband and, and some some tights. You gotta so, be happy
0: though, seeing Lance Archer. You're a you're oh. card carrying.
1: Now, so I, I love Lance Archer. That, that needs to be said. But if I'm in the business of getting Wardlow over, good God, I'm not bringing in Lance Archer for a squash match.
0: <laughs> within, within half an hour of each other.
1: <laughs> and I didn't bring it up in the Fletcher match. <laughs> Kenny hits him with an awesome powerbomb for a two kickout. Like a better looking powerbomb than Wardlow had just hit. Right into Lance Archer. Then we talked a little bit about how Wardlow's not actually a huge guy the other day on the show. You know who is? Lance. Lance Archer is a big fella, man. A big ass kicker. A believable monster. I love him on this show. Happy to have him back here. Positionally, I'm not asking you for a matchup or anything, but how high up or down the card would you be putting this returning Lance Archer?
0: I don't know. He's somebody that you could have tangling just outside of the TNT title scene, probably. Yeah. Somebody that runs up against Luchasaurus and 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 reinforces that. Uh, somebody that is in the Hobbs is beating. I think you could you yeah. could have him position against some of your other big guys that aren't getting the Wardlow push that need a sort of like measuring stick big guy to to get you know fifty fifty with and then and then pull it out and being just a little bit stronger, a little bit tougher, and a little bit younger and a little bit meaner. Then uh, I, think, yep. I think it's I think it's pretty exciting.
1: I'd like to see a rematch between him and Eddie Kingston at some point. I actually really like their tournament match. And secondly, what do you think of this idea, Zoobs? He becomes the trios champions.
0: By himself. Yeah, Lance,
1: Lance holds him. (laughs) Not bad. He wears them, you know. Him and dad he's
0: gonna pin dad ass, though. He had to pin daddy ass.
1: The the only guy in that company who can actually make daddy ass not look gigantic is Lance Archer. (laughs) So (laughs) That, that might actually just be good booking. We go to Graffiti Park in Texas. I don't know where this is. They just say it. And it's Swerve and Nana. They, of course, are dressed uh, phenomenally. They look outstanding. And S- Nana is hyping up Swerve's upcoming music video this Friday. Zoops. I know you were talking before, or air. You, you can't wait to see this music video. You're- I'm sure
0: it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. The song is already on all your major streaming platforms. So it's just the video you, that's being
1: debuted. Well, yeah, and you know every word to the song. You just want to see the visual.
0: Yeah, I know the I know the chorus part at the beginning. That's the theme music.
1: Yeah, it, it, yeah. Anyway, um, but Swerve says, "You know, no, no, I should be excited about that." You know, yeah, very excited. And then he does the the shift, the the face, where he goes, "But I'm not excited." And then he goes on to say that Hangman, because of you, I'm not happy. And I, I'm thinking, "Am I am I losing my mind?" He he beat Hangman pay. I was in the building. And I saw I saw the guy do it. <laughs> I saw him beat uh, he, uh, one two, I, I saw the I saw the whole thing I'm not going crazy and he says no one cares less about life than me. I got nothing to lose and be warned it's not only it's not always you who pays for your actions um so that's a nice a nice hint maybe he's gonna go elite hunting shout out Frank Kazarian um but, but why why is why is hangman a problem to source this is deeply unclear to me that he, he's he's unhappy Schwerster, he says hangman's
0: making it personal and won't let it go who cares you won yeah the loser can't let it go it happens it's a running it's a running thing it happens happens all the time in this company the loser is the one that doesn't have the issue i, mean, I don't know makes no sense uh Bobby is pointing out that wrestling brain is no longer the number one podcast where one host is standing is the number oh, one podcast where one of the hosts stands half the show
1: that's okay i i got us covered and
0: there we go no it's it's it, you know hanger interfered in the tnt match uh is the point that everyone is making in the chat please sit back down
1: right right, cost, cost it, right. sorry i know i know he cost him the the tnt match i'm aware of this i'm just saying why are we putting swerve strickland is ascending up the card he just beat hangman page and now he's re-entering a feud with hangman page like i it just it's totally lost on me he loses to danielson and he's back feuding with the guy who i saw swear i'm telling you swerve strickland was the most over person in that building all night more over than danielson and he and he goes lose to danielson and now back to the guy you just beat like i don't i can't understand it
0: I'm not, I don't have it for you, man. I wish I did This This sort of thing bugs me too. And I know other people are able to shrug it off a little easier than we are. It just sort of is a little symptomatic to me of like the issue that's keeping us from being fully into this sort of thing.
1: What if he was wrestling somebody else besides Hangman? How do you like that idea?
0: Yeah. What if he was yet another person that was like, okay, my sights are on MJF, right?
1: I, or any? Yeah, I would like him in the world title picture. I think he is the guy to beat MJF. Shivani? says back in 97 i got to say his name here on this tv station in this state here is sting sting comes out he feels big man the, the entrance feels borderline undertaker tier in these buildings like he has this carrying resonance that is fantastic and he says he thanks rick flair for a while he brings up a couple of their matches and he sort of sets up this idea that he's going to retire he says i'm not going to say the word but uh you know they want me to say it i'm dancing around it but i want to share this moment with you i liked all this though i was really you never think of staying as somebody super natural in the ring but something with this darby partnership or maybe just being at the end of the career he's brought about like a casualness in the ring like cm punk had it too where it's like it almost feels like the guys in there do you know what i mean zoobs like you're yeah. It, it, very it's so loose that it feels casual but in a good way and that's not really something i associate with sting generally so i, I really like the delivery that he was uh going with here and he says does my body feel the same no should i be jumping off balconies and the crowd's go, like, yeah come on you still got it and he goes all right we'll talk about that i thought genuinely a funny moment like a nice little a little throwaway like he's like no no Jumping off a balcony? Ah, Okay, maybe. I know you guys like that. That's good stuff. And so he says, I'm not going to retire tonight. There it is, that word. But my first AEW match was Revolution 2021. My last match, I will retire at Revolution 2024. I actually really liked this segment. I thought it felt natural, feels big. How does it hit you, Zoobs, him retiring at, at Revolution?
0: Struck me, and I could be wrong. AEW hasn't done a retirement. No, anybody retired? Right. You know, like uh, nope. Um, so that'll be interesting um, because they don't have. It's not like you know, it's not WWE where they have the uh, decades and decades and decades of things that have happened, and the guy goes into a Hall of Fame, and there's a Hall of Fame speech, and we have a big moment, and we know we sort of know how it goes. We don't really know how they're gonna do this, and I thought this was a nice touch of like. We're not going into Revolution, not knowing things like, oh, it might be Sting's... Wembley sort of had some of that. I was like, oh, it might be Sting's last match. This might be the last thing, last big Sting thing. I thought it was a good job tonight of, like, teeing up that he was going to come out and address it. And we all sort of knew it was going to be about retirement, whether it was going to be retiring in that building or, uh, you know, building to Revolution as it was. I think it's a nice, it's a nice way to allow him to do... Um, a bit of a goodbye tour and and to start off with these really sentimental, sincere things that he's saying and wrestlers that inspired him and wrestlers that helped him along the very long road that he has been on. I think it's nice and and I think the, the company has earned the benefit of the doubt that they do do sentimental, feel-good things the right way a lot of the time. And I, I don't expect Sting's retirement to be any different. I think it's actually pretty intriguing. I'm pretty intrigued to see sort of like what they set up for the end of Sting's run. Does he, does he go against Darby? uh just sort of pass the torch and say i want you to be my last match and i want you to be the guy that puts me away um i think that's gonna be I pretty cool yeah i think they might do that that's why I, I that's pretty cool
1: let me get to our final keep it or kick it if i can tonight Zoobs of the evening if you want to get ready on the music uh this is going to be a, a check for the chat i'll say as this one is keep it or kick it this statement Sting's last match he ever wrestles is at Revolution twenty
2: (laughs) twenty four. Oh boy,
0: Uh, okay. It's a little short. It's a little short. It's, we're at the we're tail end of the show. It's an it's 11.50. Late it's late an 11.50. This is maybe why I
1: shouldn't it. do a third keep it or kick it. It's,
0: it's, you know, so it goes. Grichy uh, keeps it. Cadenza kicks it. get McGinnis kicks it. Skookum Skookum kicks it. Bobby Rios keeps it. Uh, a little back of the napkin math. That's 40% keeps. <laughs> yeah. We finally got one I could do off the top of my head.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it.
0: <laughs> I think it is. I think he's done. I think, I think he's done. I think you... Um, I think he's in the uh, situation where um, it's already found money to have an AEW run at all and to get a chance to have a big moment and have a big pay-per-view that matters and have a thing that matters and have fans that love him and say a goodbye that isn't getting a stinger against fucking Seth Rollins. Um, You know, to have it done properly. Probably probably never thought it would happen. And then not only that, but to come back and have a three-year run, where quite a bit of it is actually some pretty darn good work and some pretty fun moments where he felt really big and felt like the, the legend for the company. Um, I think he's, I think he says goodbye at, at, at revolution and that's it.
1: I stand with Cadenza, truly McGinnis and skookum, 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 uh, and, and say no chance. <laughs> it might not even be his last match of 2024. <laughs> There's no such thing as a retired wrestler. Unless thing has like some, body thing we don't know about he, he can't wrestle anymore if he can i suspect he will look at look next five years
0: he was 70 years old in five years
1: how old is rick flair
0: uh rick flair is i'm gonna guess in his 70s i can't believe rick flair's still alive what a fucking rip
1: <laughs> some guys just got the gene man i makes mean, you question what staying alive is
0: Uh, oh hi it's
1: me letting us know they just announced an Eddie Kingston match for Collision it's Eddie Kingston versus Jeff Jarrett they hate me
0: Ric Flair is 74 years old
1: I bet you Sting's a better wrestler right now than Ric Flair and five years from now
0: no doubt about it no doubt about that Uh, Eddie Kingston versus Jeff Jarrett you got a reaction I mean I'm not going to watch it so
1: Renee is backstage again with best friends and Hook, uh, who's now, of course, uh, pairing with Orange Cassidy. And Renee asks Orange Cassidy what it's like to be champion again. And he goes, you know, it's, uh, what's that saying? And Chuck, with his mouth full, goes, you don't know what you got till it's gone. (laughs) And Orange Cassidy goes, yeah, that's it. I realized I really missed this thing. That's just a great exchange between uh, two actually funny wrestlers. And renee points out that the only ones without a championship in this whole crew chris statlander here challenging willow nightingale at battle of the belts i guess we're still doing battle of the belts so you're gonna make me sit through three hours of collision to get to will i want to see the Willow nightingale for statlander it's like hour th- three of collision is not the best place that i'm most likely to watch it yeah they're eating oranges that's right bobby burritos what else do you do when you hang out with orange Cassidy. makes sense and anyway there baseball got me there the battle of the butts that is what that favorite always plays as um but hopefully if that means we're going to get a best friends title shot at some point that's cool to me but they have to win because it's time and i can, if they take another loss we may not have the showing
0: you are i hope i i hope that that's what's happening and not just you desperately reading into a throwaway line in a promo in the back three quarters of a throwaway dynamite
1: <laughs> clinging
0: just... it's insane foreshadowing and not just something renee said
1: <laughs> clinging on for dear life Canenza saw a battle of the belt live and it was awful The crowd is beyond dead. that's bet. absolutely how i imagined them oh boy all right well we get a battle royale and i'm gonna be honest with you zooms i i didn't i didn't do the best note taking for this match I I did what you describe as barely paid attention to this because I knew from go Juice Robinson was going to win this thing. Uh, Only three people got entrances. Dustin Rhodes, Juice Robinson, and Max Caster. I didn't think Dustin Rhodes was going to win, but I I always like seeing Dustin Rhodes. I think he's a really good wrestler. Um, He's one of these guys that I actually think, if if you gave him the odd singles match here and there, I I should say push, like a couple matches in a row and a meaningful feud, I'd be very interested in watching it. So shout out to Dustin Rhodes. And Juice Robinson and Max Caster, who I thought delivered a good rap here. And, uh, you know, there are a hundred guys in the ring and everybody's, you know, some guys are over here, some guys are over there. They're doing their thing. And uh, Jesus Robinson wins. Zoobs, so i throw to you here. Uh, Battle Royale, main event time.
0: I'm so thankful I didn't spend even a second in my life being like, ooh, they got Johnny Morrison. Oh, yeah.
1: John TV. They Johnny
0: TV that. is on there. Johnny TV. Uh, Commander is in there. I just tell you
1: how much I hate that? Like, the, the last name always changes thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, and he was
1: on Survivor, one of my favorite shows. I should love John Morrison. You'd, but you'd it's like, like oh, I'm, I'm Johnny. Yeah, e.
0: Lucha Underground. Like... He's on all kind of, he's fingerprints all over the kind of things that you like. But, yeah. Uh, love... Four members of the JAS are in here uh, and managed to not win uh, a damn thing. Uh, Hardys, who will remind me of you and I, um... <laughs> yeah. I think that's it There's 12 I think I named a bunch of them Just there um, Did you
1: see Jake Hager Said he retired from uh, MMA
0: I did see that Yeah um, Yeah nothing There's nothing I can't believe this is the main event I can't believe this is the main event And not Like the second thing they did on the show uh, Blown away Obviously the way it was going to, The way it went Was the only way it was going to go I'm with you I, I was Putting the show together I can't I, I was getting the show ready I, I Nothing Well, there was a
1: cool moment where MJF probably also quickly isolated that Dustin Rhodes is cool, and he hands him 50 bucks, and they make a big deal about it in the crowd. Dustin takes it, and then he does the old gold dust spot where he wraps the person in the ropes with their arms and their legs, then does the big nut kick to um, uh, Juice Robinson. I thought that was cool. Like MJF still is playing in that Eddie Guerrero, will cheat, will pay guys off, isn't like a clean-cut babyface as uh, so many
0: people are. And helpful because Dustin Rose uh, wasn't going to fight in the Battle Royal unless he got. Oh right. Paid by like that. <laughs> Obviously he's gonna attack problems, and He's a guy in the Battle Royal. Anyway, uh, did we miss something in this show with Nick Wayne? It was like a Nick yes, Wayne. Yes, we did. Sorry.
1: At least we are gonna end on a higher note. Yes. Oh, we missed a page. Sorry, Tony and Nick Wayne. I got stuck. Uh, we'll go to R.J. City introing. Tony storm gone with the storm and he goes to set it up and Tony storm walks in and says RJ don't say another word and they throw the picture in picture silent film Major and Zoobs, I said I'm gonna pay attention to this I'm gonna actually note take this picture in picture cuz last two times I was like oh yeah it's kind of like a neat gimmick but I don't, I don't know what the hell happened so I I paid attention okay here's what happened in Tony storm gone with the storm and i'll ask the chat that's remaining do you take these in like i feel on other weeks picture and picture is the same as a commercial to me basically yeah like I, i'm on another planet and, and maybe that's not good but i'm out do you actually pay attention these? because here's what happened and i actually thought it was all right to be honest uh the whole thing here is rj city is a studio executive who's trying to get tony storm to sign with his company Cause he thinks she's going to be the next big starlet um, to do. So he hands her a banana, which you're like, why is that? Well, for this physical gag where Tony storm just bites into the banana hole, doesn't peel it, just takes a bite out of the banana. And that's funny. Yep. Yep. Um, and then he says, Hey, Tony, you sign with us. You're going to get jewelry. You're going to get famous. I'll even get you a pearl necklace. And uh, as I think lots of people know, it's a euphemism. And she goes, how dare you? And she slaps RJ City. And he apologizes. He says, I am just Mr. Studio Executive Man. And then she goes, I'll think about it. And she blows kisses to the camera. And that's gone with the storm.
0: There you go. I didn't Did see you... it. I, I don't... Uh... What do what you ask me to do? Like, not divert my attention for two hours straight And and yeah. and... No, not gonna happen. I I I'm gonna commit to note taking these,
1: okay, folks. Appreciate you. You've got a friend in me. I will take note, take these these silent films, and I will keep track of it. Any or better than the than the other ones. Skookum Skookum saying, I think it's a brilliant extension of the character that is basically useless TV time. You have to try and watch smaller picture in picture box. You just alluded to, yeah. We gave credit to Sammy Guevara. Basically, the only thing we ever give him credit for is like the signs during picture in picture is an interesting idea. Now you overuse it; you did too many. But there's, you there's utilizing that time in some ways is interesting.
0: Yeah, the, I guess the the danger though is like the opposite happens, right? Like you said, it's it is an it's a neat way to to use up. Uh, perfectly put, useless TV time. You just want to be a little careful of like not you, you're not breaking it that much out of still being useless, right?
1: Correct. And finally, Zeus will go off air with this tonight. No post-show show tonight. It's Nick Wayne, Jim Ross, and Mrs. Wayne. Uh Nick Wayne's mother, uh, Buddy Wayne's widow. And mom says, and I, I gotta shout out uh Nick Wayne's mom here. Legitimately above par actor in this wrestling scene. She this is a hard piece to get across because she's totally legitimate. It comes across as a very upset mom saying how can you side with christian like you've seen him just be awful to me like i'm your mother you've seen this guy call me horrible things and nearly assault me like how could you possibly side with him and he goes well i'll tell you how because christian is a better father than my dad was and i gotta credit all these people for going there because because i think about this thing actually happened you know and i know that they're wrestlers and they're probably like i remember the whole thing with paul bearer and the undertaker and punk was like the family was like our dad would like if they were feuding over him 20 years from now like at no point will this be you couldn't overdo it for our dad i think that's kind of beautiful to to know him but for me like it'd be very fresh for me i don't think i would want you know this fake fight to be built around this thing or this foundation so I, i give credit to these people and christian enters the scene he's like you are you ready to come home son And I go, this is just effective to me i was like this rat bastard man like the woman is she's trying to win her son back here like i'm cheering she's doing a really good job as the baby face anchor nick stands up and goes over to give christian a hug and his mom grabs him by the wrist she's like no, no 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 don't go with him and she smacks him and like does the immediate regret thing where it's like no oh my god nick i'm so sorry and this is the moment where he's like well, you're dead to me. Like, you can't do that to me. She, with the camera lingers on the mom as the, there's then there's noise in the hallway and we open it up. And Darby Allen is assaulting Christian and Nick Wayne. And you can hear the audience is coming alive for this backstage segment. Like the, the heat is working. Darby is the babyface they want to see in this moment. They battle out to the ring. Darby's outnumbered. Here comes Sting to even the odds uh, at this point locking in from the segment before in the retirement, leading people to think, well, maybe we get even a six-man before that retirement. Like, could there be a six-man at full gear Sting, Darby, Ed Choplin versus Christian, Nick
0: Wayne, and uh... Luchasaurus? Thank you, Luchasaurus. Yeah, that makes sense. i thought sense. a really good segment. Yeah, that makes sense. The a great place to go. I agree with you. The mom, it's a wrestling family, right? It sort of is, it's sort of amazing, these things. It's sort of like just fully bought into it in a way that... Um, like you said, a lot of people I don't think would be able to do, but that's part of, I assume, knowing Buddy Wayne, right? Is knowing that yeah. this is exactly what you do uh, in life. And, and that's what makes you a wrestling family. It's uh, it's pretty neat. And Christian can, I mean, what can he even say? And he gets his he is tooth chipped. we got real violence. Oh, right. Yikes. Yeah. I hope Nick Wayne
1: doesn't fix that till he's baby face.
0: Yeah, we'll get the half snarly tooth. Pretty sick.
1: Well, like part of the baby face turn is like the big grin and the tooth is fixed. Huge. Big moment. Pro Wrestling's built. This is a moments industry, don't you know Yeah, pal? that's right. We're creating moments. And that
0: was Dynamite.
1: Yeah, I, I feel good about my four.
0: Yeah, four, just under a four and a half for me. It's sort of it's a lot of stuff. I did
1: really like that Nick Wayne segment. Yeah, it was cool. Sorry about skipping that over, Zeus.
0: That's okay. We got it.
1: It's just going to happen sometimes. Well, everybody, thank you very much for tuning in to AEW Dudes. After... It's always nice when lots of people show up, even after a, a nothing dynamite. It's it's cool. The show means a lot. Nice anchor for the week. And uh, it's nice that the people were here. Absolutely. We'll be back next week, Monday and Wednesday, until infinity <laughs> and beyond.
0: Zeus, <laughs> uh, anything you want to say to the people before we uh, head out of here for the night? No, that's it. That's all. Thanks as always. Uh, It is a pleasure until we talk to you again. Nothing left to say, but love and energy. Love and energy.